0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first proper episode of the JK We're Mature podcast. Today, Kay and I will be discussing our lack of closure at the end of high school. Um, There's also one thing that we forgot to mention in the introduction. We're trying to keep our swearing to a minimum, uh, and so we've limited the use of the F word to once per podcast, and we have to fight over who gets to use it. And this time, Mom said it's my turn to say fuck. There it is. That's all I can say.
1: Oh, my gosh. I, why would you use it that way? I mean, you know what? You do what you like with your, your swear words. Okay.
0: <laughs> all right. So, Kate, okay. when was the moment you realized things uh, would be changing?
1: Um, I think it would be the day right before March break, because I think that's when most of us found out that school was going to be ending for an extra two weeks on top of regular one week for March break but I again I think it's funny that it was Friday the 13th that's my sixth sense of humor I guess and I was heading to a couple of my friends to pick them up and it was just you learn a little bit more as you picked each person up so like the first person it was just like oh this is like we're just getting extended and then the next person would be like oh no this is actually we have all these outlines now and then we're not really going to come back and it was just progressively getting more and more serious as we realized how much it would affect exams and graduation and prom and everything that was important that we'd looked forward to but for like all these four years
0: each of your friends was watching the same news show as you went to pick them up but as you picked <laughs> them up they missed out on the individual segments
1: i mean i guess you could say that but it was just a lot of people talking and saying the same thing and you just learned a little bit more and so i'm driving the car realizing oh boy this is really happening just really odd experience yeah, but how do you, you weren't-
0: Listening to CBC radio while you were doing it, or else oh, you would have known.
1: We were listening to the Frozen soundtrack, I believe.
0: <laughs> I don't think We've that's a brag, meet but...
1: No, it's not.
0: <laughs> anyway. anyway uh, so,
1: what when did you realize that we were not going back?
0: I think like halfway through March break, I kind of right. became aware that we weren't going back. Yeah. And I, like a little part of me, Hoped we would be going back at the end of March as they had said the day that you were yeah. talking about but most of me knew that we just wouldn't be going back anytime soon and it was like a really strange kind of surreal feeling to accept the initial shock was just very strange
1: Right.
0: it was hard to get past the feeling of wow so this is it now yeah. And that only got worse through time, like the longer I had to think about it.
1: Yeah. I mean, we've seen all these movies that hype up prom and graduation and you walk across the stage and then all of a sudden you just get told that you're not going back and it's never going to be the same.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's and really weird. Part of me wonders if we would have had the same feeling had things been normal anyway after we had graduated. Right. But I yeah. guess we'll never know.
1: I guess we never know the feeling of really final ending of high school yeah um so i know a big thing for me was like the lack of last you know like the you go into a movie and they're just like brushing their hands and the memories are coming back and they're laughing in slow-mo those kind of last
0: right like the last chance to kind of get certain things off the bucket list or yeah. like the f- the final moments
1: yeah, of something you you've been doing the whole time you get to say like your official goodbye to the school that you were in, what gave you Maybe not joy for everyone I don't think everyone had a fantastic time But I think a lot of people did have some at least good memories And you met a lot of people And it's just hard to realize that you're never going to get to say that again Like never going to say like you go to this school
0: Like the cliche turning the lights out on the classroom one last time Yeah Yeah yeah, yeah.
1: It's just odd I don't know. How about you? I know you're probably, you romanticize it a little bit less than me. So how about you? What do you think about that?
0: I, I don't know. I just, I felt like the lack of closure was kind of a bummer for me. I feel right. like we're always looking for some kind of closure, um, but, you know, sometimes it just isn't there.
1: Yeah. And
0: it almost felt like, like in retrospect, I had gone through the five stages of grief Which I know does sound a little bit dramatic. It's not like weeping on the floor. But, (laughs) like, first I was in denial that it was happening. I was like, oh, yeah, no, we'll go back soon. It's no big deal. It it really isn't an issue, right? Coronavirus only uh, isn't even as bad as the common cold or flu or whatever. Yeah,
1: all that stuff that originally came out.
0: Then I started to get annoyed, a little angry that, like, the government was overreacting. I thought, oh, it's it's not really, like, they're just you know, being too cautious. And then I tried telling myself it would work itself out quickly and we'd be back by June, you know, the, the bargaining. And then when I knew we wouldn't, I I was just really down and I was, I wasn't even like angry or sad. I just kind of, I was no. just disappointed. Yeah. And then the acceptance came when I was finally able to just kind of let it go and accept that, uh, some things don't happen and that has to be okay right coming to know that you don't always get closure brought me a type of closure in a way which is weird but
1: yeah that I mean, makes there's sense. A, lot of, a lot of people are saying like at the beginning oh you're gonna be so productive like you can you have so much more free time you can do this this and this but then there was a lot of people who were like no you need to have that time to grieve that this is happening to you even if it's not it's the whole like your pain is your pain and yes, there are greater pains, but it's still you still need to face that, that yeah. thing. Yeah.
0: It's there's there's healthy ways to cope. Yeah. Um and everyone has a different way of dealing with it. For some that might mean being more productive.
1: Yeah. But yeah, it was definitely a roller coaster, I think, for a lot of us when we realized that we weren't going back and just kind of getting used to online school and it, it just became a mess, and I know it's not the teacher's fault, but yeah, no, it was.
0: Oh, yeah, no, the oh, teachers boy. definitely had just as hard, if not a harder time than us. Yeah,
1: it was absolute chaos. It would be exhausting. Um, I can't, I cannot imagine having to have how many classes they have, and they have all these students trying to get their work done and kind of yelling at them in the kindest way possible. We're, <laughs> we just want to make sure we know what's going on, and we're not going to fail, so I'm glad that we had a little baseline what was it, they, it was midterms, they stopped our grades.
0: Yeah, which, lowering. which was both a good and bad decision. Yeah. You have a bunch <laughs> of people who get the credit that just didn't work for it.
1: Yeah, but then it was good because there was a lot of people who are really good students in school, but then they got hit with the depression that came with just being at home and being with your family and stuck in a room trying to complete all the schoolwork online and such a big change, and they just couldn't do it. I know I had that. But yeah, talking to some of the people in my classes are just like no, I haven't done homework in weeks and it's just
0: yeah, and and like for yeah. some of it it's the depression or the the sadness or the uncertainty that comes with it. But yeah. like I come from a family of educators and I've seen firsthand that lots of people have different ways in which they learn. Right. And like online learning, you know, watching video lectures or Going through slideshows just doesn't work for some people. Yeah, and it can be really hard. And I've I really sympathize with people like that because you know I do just fine. I can kind of guide myself.
1: Yeah, but, that's good for you. I'm glad you have that.
0: Well, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's a system that doesn't really work for everyone. But there's yeah. no one good answer.
1: You just gotta try your best, and sometimes it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but to transition into our lack of transition moment, but I'm ch- um, Jack and I's commencement is in November, and again Friday the 13th because our school is insane and likes to tempt fate for unknown reasons. Um, and by that time, most of us will be in secondary or post-secondary for two to three months, and it's just um, I wanted to read this quote from Jack and I's classmate, who her name is Lily, and it sums up basically I'm feeling in a much better way. Um, so she says, it's only just starting to sink in that I'm a university student. It's been quite the journey. I spent so long identifying as a failed high school student that trying to wrap my head around anything to the contrary sends me into a bit of an identity crisis. I've been anxious, nauseous, and sleepless for several days. I suspect this is the cause. Starting with something new and shifting your self-concept is both thrilling and incredibly uncomfortable. And yeah, just that idea of coming to terms with you didn't have that transition that most people have where you go, oh yes, this is the definitive end of high school to transition into the next stage of your life. It intensified the feelings. I would imagine I'd already feel of being a child in this grown up world even more now than I did in high school. So thank you, Lily, for giving us permission to read that. It's very nice.
0: Yeah, it's a really well, strong quote.
1: Yeah, it's not nice the feeling, but it is nice wording. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> to clarify that. Yes. Um But yeah, what do you think about that, Jack? Have you had the same feelings? Yeah,
0: there was a certain point in the summer when I was talking to my dad. um, And he's been instrumental in helping me cope with this. Both my parents have. But we were talking and I just kind of came to the realization that I was never going to be a kid again. Which was a strange feeling. Like When you're a child, or at least a teenager, you get the freedoms of Mm -hmm. being an adult, but not the responsibilities that come with it, mm-hmm. and now that we're here, we're not absolved of those responsibilities, and we have to stay on top of ourselves and make sure that we're always doing what needs to be done, and
1: right.
0: it was kind of a jarring change or a jarring realization, but after all of the, you know, the five stages of grief that I described, I felt more equipped to handle it. Yeah, Which is why I actually think that um, the transition was beneficial, not to everyone. You know, I can't speak for everyone, but for me, because I'm getting to become an adult alongside the world, redefining itself. And so you can kind of see the needs that the world has and fill them and adapt to the changes while we still have the ability to learn
1: easily. Right.
0: So I'm pretty optimistic, even though I've just been hit with the personal truth bomb that I'm never going to be a child again.
1: It's hard to accept that. Yeah. But you're, you're growing up and even if you don't feel like it, yeah, people will expect you to be such a way. Um, I know one of the friends, uh, one of our friends, um, she was saying until she crosses the stage, she won't feel like she's graduated. And I, I can't imagine having to start a whole new chapter of your life kind of with university. Um, but feeling like you really haven't closed the last one for her. Like, she has a very strong feeling that she she's not done with it until it's she walks across the stage.
0: Um, yeah, you feel like you wouldn't actually belong there, sort of. Yeah,
1: it's a whole imposter syndrome all over again.
0: And how, how are you feeling about it?
1: Um, well, my school, I mistakenly got the date wrong, and I thought it started a week later than it did. <laughs> so <laughs> I had stayed up the entire night trying to get everything in order. So that was a bit more stressful than it should have been for me personally.
0: Wait, so you almost missed the first week of school.
1: Yeah. It's only because um, my program is pretty small. And one of the guys that i t- like found and talked to, it's really nice. And he's like texting me the day before and we're talking about school. And he's like, yeah, I can't wait to start tomorrow. And I just had like an anxiety attack on the spot. And I'm like, what are you talking about? What do you mean we're starting tomorrow? I'm just sitting there like, oh boy, this is about to be really interesting. Thankfully, like the first couple quote lectures were just the teachers doing nothing like I don't one of them talked about odds in cards when someone asked about him about his favorite color I'm not quite sure Uh,
0: that seems like something that stays constant no matter what grade level you're (laughs) (laughs) in. first first week of school you have to be a real hard ass to like jump right into things without a little transition period
1: yeah it's good that way
0: so, luckily you didn't miss much.
1: No, I, it was again the teachers are trying their best, but yeah, they're I think my teachers especially were struggling trying to learn.
0: You said your program's pretty small.
1: Yes. Right. Yeah, it's I just small.
0: found out today that my uh program has 1200 students in it.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> I feel so bad for my professor.
1: Mine has um under 100. Damn. <laughs> We have a Discord now. No, I don't want to trade. We have a Discord, and so it's just us trying to help each other now, so that's really good, and I'm happy with my small program. But yeah, 1,200, oh my gosh, I can't imagine. I guess you have more people who you get along with, but that's just overwhelming. Oh my gosh.
0: Do you think it would be easier to transition from high school into your smaller program or my larger program? Like, what do you think the pros and cons of that are?
1: I mean, I think with having again, a greater amount of people, you have more people you could vibe with and you could try and find them, but you have more work to find these people, right? You're going to have to sort through 1,200 people possibly or a smaller number of such. Um, but I think because you are such a larger number, you're more of a face in the crowd, if that makes sense. You're right. You have less identity until you make it for yourself again with the less than hundred people. Once people know you, they're going to know you because we're going to continue like this for the next Four years.
0: Yeah, so you better be careful with your uh, the way your first impressions.
1: Yeah, I'll just come in screaming my head off about I don't know random stuff. My poor classmates, Self,
0: man. Self promoting.
1: Yes, that's how I'm gonna wave, walk into the classroom when I hopefully go. Just subscribe to JK We're Mature.
0: You're like, what oh the hell God. is that?
1: It's a podcast. Listen to it. Is
0: it about Harry Potter.
1: No, it is not. It sh- it'll be fine i will do that if you do that
0: <laughs> yeah no i'd rather not i actually want to make friends so
1: oh mean <laughs> i'm just kidding i know well outside of your five stages of grief how do you like what are some things that have been helping you cope that you think
0: um i've been doing a lot of reading i i was i counted just last week all the books i've read since the beginning of quarantine If you count graphic novels, it's 24. Jeez! And if you don't count graphic novels, it's 15.
1: That's still impressive. Um, What have you been, like, what are your favorites out of those? Give some book recommendations in the middle of this.
0: The day after quarantine started, I bought Batman Year One by (laughs) Frank Miller, which is one of my favorite comics now. Um, And also, my my parents got me a graduation gift, uh, The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. Right. That's probably my favorite book of all time. Yeah,
1: I've heard you talk about that.
0: I've also been reading a lot of Ray Bradbury, who's my favorite author of all time.
1: Don't know the name. My apologies.
0: (laughs) Well, you should apologize to yourself because he's fantastic.
1: Okay, anything else other than Ray Bradbury?
0: Meditation, not in like the kind of... The way that people would think about it, you know, sitting cross-legged going, oh, yeah. <laughs> or just kind of thinking back on all the things and journaling and figuring out my feelings. Yeah. That's been really useful. And just being patient all in all. Not trying to force acceptance. Yeah. Letting it happen. What about well, you?
1: Well, I was yeah. just going to say for the meditation, um, I've been watching John Green. I don't know if I told you this already, but he's doing a bunch of circles to try and understand the concept of like this really big number but he's talking about how that helped him in quarantine so i just thought that was really cool just him doing the repetitive motion and that's his kind of meditation
0: so it's he's just drawing circles
1: yeah he's trying to i forget the number he's trying to like understand but you know how our brains can't really comprehend like a million you, you cannot imagine a million or something right just goes mm. so he's trying to comprehend it and drawing a bunch of circles and a bunch of his nerd fighters i think they're doing it with him it's really really cool i like the idea
0: so john green or a mathematician draws circles repetitively and everyone's like wow that's a great idea but I do it and suddenly I'm insane
1: well I think it's an artist I think there's some artist who does it too and they're
0: okay that's fair artists are insane
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Oof>. okay <laughs> Jeez. off topic yeah but John Greening's been doing that I thought that was really cool uh for coping I went with I don't know if she wants me to say anything, but went with one of my friends and we drove to our school and they had all of our pictures on the billboard outside like just a slideshow and we sat there and we just like clapped for everyone and that was very therapeutic I would say you just get to say or like we booted a couple of her friends and our friends just jokingly right. promise we're not mean but yeah that was very therapeutic we may or may not have jumped the school fence onto a football field just to you know you like stand in the middle for that that indie shot camera zooms out that yeah. whole thing yeah we did that and it was just It was very relaxing just to have that last goodbye for the outside.
0: Bonus points if the sun was setting and uh, Don't You Forget About Me was playing in the background.
1: Okay, I cannot remember. I don't think Don't You Forget About Me was playing, but I do think the sun was on its way down. So I get one bonus point. Fair enough. But yeah, it was very surreal. But that, I think, is how I kind of said my goodbyes. But coping otherwise, just a lot of crying, (laughs) I think, otherwise. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with crying. I mean, no, you gotta cry it comedic. out sometimes. You just gotta give up, move on, cry it out, and be like, well, <laughs> so be it. We're here now. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. We also have an Instagram that we just created it's at Mature, And you guys can go on and we're going to have you vote and give us um, some topics as soon as we get out of this little high school mini series. And right now you can listen to us on Spotify and YouTube, as well as eventually iTunes and Google Podcasts. So thank you very much for joining us. This is Kay and Jack, and we hope you have a wonderful day.
0: Thanks.